0: Our heroes found some time to look around the sights of the lovely, hallmark winter town of Salem. They have met a friendly yeti who, after being plied with much mulled wine, told them of a long-forgotten tale that has helped them lead them that has helped to lead them to possibly the answers they seek. The well in the centre of the town seems to be connected to the glacier at the top where this singing is possibly coming from. Will our heroes find the answer to the mystery they have been sent to solve, or will it lie forever unfulfilled? Let's find out. <laughs> Lying nestled in a long disused caldera on the side of the great mountain. You are all still stood around the well that you just rescued Merry from. The low rumble and the eerie music still echoing around the backs of your skulls. What would you like to do?
1: Let's go to the mountain, Charlie. <laughs> oh God, that's a chance <laughs> and a half. Um, we need to introduce ourselves. Hello, oh. I'm. Oh um, God, yeah, I'm, that's I'm, it. I'm. Yeah, I'm from <laughs> this I, podcast. Shall i I played Mary. That bit again? It's okay. Okay. No, it's okay. It. My is not really well. working, and my hand really hurts. You, we can. You can. You're do yours, editing wizardry to put
2: that. Put this first, or. Oh no, no I'm okay. not going.
1: I'm not going to. This is funnier. Um, I can't hello. My go <laughs>
3: uh,
1: I I play Mary, who uses she/her pronouns and is um is has been imprisoned by the faith for fifty years for inventing a nice kind of alcohol. Uh, so if she seems like she's a bit laissez-faire, it's because she basically has a death wish at this oh, point. Lovely. She's just like I just want to do something. Anything will do. Um, who else is here? Who just spoke? Who are you? Oh, I'm... That's a dragon's that's a dragon's jewel, a dragon's jewel uh, reference for for the niche listeners. I
2: am
4: Ew.
2: yes, I'm I'm encrypted from the podcast Deck of Many Aces, which you can find on on Twitter at Deck of Many Aces. <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: um,
2: it's uh, which is a actual play D and D podcast made by actual asexuals and aromantics, uh, and today I am playing. Oh I use she they pronouns and Sam playing Douglas he uses he him pronouns uh, and he is a living christmas tree.
1: And my best friend.
4: <laughs> are you are you ushering me in or are you talking about Douglas?
1: Both both is good. No <laughs> Logan's Logan's my mom.
4: <laughs> yes. I have big mom energy. Mm. And uh, well if Katie is a cryptid. Then I am a celestial from uh, the dra- not dragons. Well, I am on Dragonstool, but I'm better known for my time on Brain Adventures, my podcast. I'd say you're better known um, for your
1: work on Gilmore Girls, but Brain Adventures is also good.
4: Yes, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so gotta throw that like a little note of fame in there. Uh, I just did a hair toss, and no one can see me. <laughs> I
1: felt the
3: energy, uh, and, it, and it was magnificent. Yeah.
1: Glorious.
3: It was the butterfly effect. It caused a massive wind over here and some rain. <laughs>
4: Perfect. My hair is that big. It does cause wind. When Logan's I cause
3: hair it. is much larger than a butterfly. <laughs> yeah, it's very impressive. Okay, so
4: <laughs> getting back on topic. Uh, yeah, I play, for this, I'm playing Shade Dynamo, a three-foot-tall cat folk who uses they-them pronouns and loves explosions and explosives.
1: Good. Nate,
3: that's you. Hello. I'm Nate. I am a sorcerer currently stuck in gaseous form, so send help. I use he-him pronouns, (laughs) and I'll be playing Sherman Volk, who uses he-they pronouns, and must compulsively disembowel uh, uh, people who are untidy with scissors.
4: Solid. Solid.
1: That's not even part of his backstory, he just likes it. No, he doesn't, I'm kidding.
0: You have all, for various lengths of time, been part of the Winter Court of the Fae, and you have been sent to this sleepy town to follow some strange rumours of singing coming from the well. What are you doing next?
1: Mountain!
2: We appear to be going up the mountain.
1: Woo!
4: When we go past, can I steal some ornaments from the big tree and put them on Douglas?
0: Uh, roll me, I'll say D8, because you're a cat trying to steal things.
4: Especially ornaments. Four.
0: Yeah, you managed to steal some of the lower hanging baubles and tie them into Douglas's fur. Fur? Yeah.
4: Trees. Times. Fur. meat. to get.
2: Douglas will not resist this Douglas is
3: very used to this being done to
2: him Uh, uh,
3: uh. Sherman will reach up his right hand grab the shears pull these silvery shears out of a back sheath and then start following up toward the mountain ready for stuff to hit the fan
0: Very nice Are you just walking straight
1: up the mountain What are you going to do I mean, how technologically advanced are they? Is there some kind of ski lift, for example? No. <laughs> okay.
0: Well, there's a very, actually, actually I say, there's a very rudimentary... It's not really a ski lift, it's more like a... <sighs> do you know when, what I mean when I say button lifts? Yes, I do. Cool. For those of you who don't, you essentially sit on a very small seat, there's a circular, that's attached to a very long pole, and you sit with your legs either side and keep your skis straight, otherwise you fall off immediately. There's one of those that is powered by some sort of magic arcane crystal that takes people up
2: some way up the mountain. You guys want to catch a
1: lift?
3: Yeah, definitely want to ride is that.
2: Is it sturdy enough to, to carry a seven it's foot tall tree to
3: carry
0: yetis, so you're good.
2: Okay, uh, then, then
4: yes. That is better than my plan. Okay.
0: Gonna... What was your plan? If what you was could that? all roll me a d6 and just tell me what happens.
4: woo for
2: for for on it. This is
0: for it. getting up the hill on the ski lift, yes.
3: Four. Ooh, and another four. I would like to argue that That's I should a roll a d4 because I'm carrying a giant pair of scissors.
0: Uh, Yes, you can roll a d4. That's a two. So, those of you... <laughs> so, Mary and shade absolutely fine, you rock it up on these, but on this bus and lift, absolutely fine, no problems, keeping yourself balanced, enjoying yourself. Douglas and Sherman, you manage to keep hold of the lift as you are bodily dragged up the mountain, as what you're essentially doing is holding on to the pole your hands are where your where the seat is. You're grabbing on for dear life and are being sort of dragged. You're spinning round sometimes, being whirled up the side of the mountain on this ski lift.
2: Great. Douglas is just kind of resigned to this. Guess this is just happening now.
3: There's yes. this large like trough in the snow being carved by the pair of shears dragging on the ground.
0: Oh, they're the two perfect <laughs> lines.
2: <laughs>
3: uh, oh, all his baubles
2: are coming off of his, 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 his <laughs> oh, no. needles. Oh no.
1: As
0: you make it to the top of this lift, it doesn't take you quite to the very top of the mountain where the glacier is, but it takes you almost to the bottom of the glacier. There'll be a little bit of a trek up, but nothing too onerous. Mary and Shade you sort of amble off with grace as this whirling pile of lanky child and tree comes spinning past you at a pace and sort of put that long sort of drift in the snow almost as a comet has hit and they are the comet. <laughs> and they sort of come to a rest naturally uh, at the foot of a, one of the trees on the mountain.
2: Well, I won't be doing that again.
4: Before Douglas can get up, I climb back on top of them or him.
1: Can I? Ah, oh, well, it's good to see you again. Boo!
3: <laughs> Yay!
1: Could I um, get my flask open and see if I can give anyone, everyone, a little bit of wine? Yeah. Potentially to act as some kind of buff or bonus when we next have to do a roll a I will say <laughs> I will be
0: nice Yay. and I won't start you making, essentially it's freezing up here checks yet because you give. given me some Yay! Nice.
1: Cool. Uh, let's go.
3: Uh, Sherman will take a swig of this wine and Take the shears, detach them into two separate blades, and start using them as ski poles.
1: Nice. Oh, that's really clever. Um,
2: um, good. Douglas is going to be ploughing through with his big legs. Those of you um, who I'm,
0: hit the tree, essentially, I would like you to roll me a d6, please.
2: Okay. That's a six. Awesome six.
0: The two of you, as you're getting up and starting to move off, notice the tree you hit and some of the trees around it heading up towards where this glacier is are starting to get those same ice-like fronds crawling up them.
2: Mm. We're matching! I... I... I, uh, hmm. Douglas says um... Oh, that seems rather painful. I am so sorry. Uh, and it's not entirely clear the rest of the party, whether Douglas can like, talk to regular trees, or if he's just like saying words at them. But he does just like like like, yeah. uh If
1: it's a gamble say and he's, clocks. Like, condolences yeah. to them. If it's a gamble and clock situation. And if you want to understand that reference, you should listen to the Spicy Forest arc of Deck of Many Aces.
2: Yes, it's very good. Um but yeah, he's uh he, he just uh so it seems quite sad to see that.
1: Um, Mary is stepping in the spaces left behind Sherman's ski poles. So that she doesn't have to push through the snow. Sensible? Mm-hmm. Good choice. I am five foot three and bad at walking in the snow. <laughs> I know how this goes.
2: <laughs> if, you, if you want to ask, um... For Douglas to carry you, he'll do it. No,
1: she's too proud.
2: Okay.
4: Shade, on the other hand, is fully taking. Oh, yeah. Advantage. Definitely.
2: I think uh, Shade would be like actually up to like head level in this snow.
0: Oh, yeah, it's, it's deep snow. You're at the bottom, of, you're nearing the bottom of the glacier. You start to push your way through, and it is quite tough going. There almost seems to be... This is snow, not ice, but there does seem to be quite a thick crust on the top that's more frozen than the rest of the snow. And you make your way, eventually, to the bottom of this glacier. It towers above you, up to this... As it wraps around the peak of this mountain, you can't see where it starts. But this frozen river comes round, and the blue, there's snow covering the top, but there are gaps and dips where you can see the bright, painful blue of the glacier emanating out, almost almost seeming to glow from the inside. And as you turn and look back down, down towards Salem, you can see... Where you noticed before those slight those fronds on the tr- those ice fronds on the trees, you can see there almost seems to be from the bottom Glacier continuing down a direct line towards the town.
1: Where things Mary does a little seems more have...
0: icily blue than the rest of the landscape.
1: Mary starts doing a
2: little it victory seems dance. It have come to the root of the problem then. I yeah. was right.
1: I was right. Oh yeah. There is a glacier in front of you. What do you do? I, I blow mean, it you guys, I really want to touch it again, but sure, let's blow it up.
0: It, I will say, it is a full glacier. Oh, <laughs> uh, blowing it up might not work. You can try. Might cause an Might be a bit of a waste of explosives.
1: Yeah, it might also cause an avalanche. Um, yes, that is also. Can I. What
4: Don't want to waste my explosives. Do you want to try
3: communicating with it?
1: I have an idea, but it relies on Luce allowing my character to have some cool abilities.
0: Uh, what cool ability <laughs> do you want? And argue why you should have it.
1: Ace, I would like to argue that because Mary's main job in the court is making mold, wine, and cider she should have some kind of ability given by the Fae which allows her to heat stuff up. So I was thinking like, a very weakened dragon's breath or like, just... heat metal, that kind of thing that she can use to warm up her hands and melt the ice.
0: I will say yes. Once again, this is a full glacier. But you can try and melt a little bit of ice on it.
1: She doesn't want to melt the whole thing, she wants to melt a path through.
0: Oh, I'll say you'll be able to melt a path... You'll almost... Give me... Roll me a D8, see what
1: happens. (laughs) Hehehe. I rolled a 1 again.
0: You try and do this and nothing seems to happen. Again, that feeling of heat emanates through you rather than through the glacier.
1: She swears very loudly and sits down in the snow pouting.
3: (coughs) Sherman pats her on the shoulder Mm. lightly and starts looking for a existing cave opening
0: yes roll roll me a d6 unless you can argue me something no i don't
3: know anything about caves
0: okay roll me a d6 it's a six yay as you look around you see or just off (laughs) the glacier side seems to be a small opening of a cave. Again, you've got that blue glow emanating through, so you almost didn't see it at first. It matched into the glow. But you see, there is a cave and it almost seems like there are, it goes up and it almost seems like there are stairs carved into it.
3: Sherman raises a gleaming silver sheer blade and points toward the stairs. Found a hole.
1: <sighs> Excellent. Yes. Ugh, you're brilliant. You're brilliant. Gives him a big hug and starts walking off towards
2: the cave. Oh, well, I suppose I'm committed, aren't I? And and Douglas follows. Yeah,
1: I mean, what's the worst that can happen?
2: We die. Yeah. As you... I think that's quite bad. Uh... I've done a lot to not die. I don't know about you.
3: Yeah, there's things much worse than dying. Twirls of mm-hmm. sheer blade.
2: <laughs> yes, but I would like to not die unnecessarily.
1: Well, we can agree to disagree. Now, cave.
2: Hmm. Is there enough room for to yes, fit in it? Yes, it's
0: quite a large cave.
2: Cool. Uh yeah, he's going to go. In.
4: You... Is
2: is Shade coming?
4: Yep, Shades, riding Douglas.
0: <laughs> as you walk in, you realize it's not a cave as such, but a staircase that seems to ascend through the glacier towards the top.
2: So, a trap then.
0: You don't know that.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't sound like a denial. <laughs> I feel like if you allow me I would like to as we walk by just like put little explosives on the wall as we leave in case we need a quick oh exit yeah
0: you can set up uh, loads of explosives along the wall that's what you find
3: I can hear um, loose grinning
0: giving me stuff to play with
2: uh Doug yeah uh Douglas uh I actually have not at all uh tried to discuss what Douglas can and can't do but I'd like to argue that he can kind of grow his arms into like big clubby things so if he needs to hit something he can hit it.
0: That's sick. It That's so cool.
2: Yeah, he's gonna, gonna kind of like get ready to do some punching if necessary with his big tree club arm bits. Yep.
0: Yeah. Anyone else doing anything else to get prepared? We've got club arms and explosives
3: Sherman would like to use his I... knowledge of cleanliness to look for traps <laughs> <laughs>
0: sure I will I will allow that because you're, you're looking for things that shouldn't be there so, so you D8? Can
2: roll a D8 you gonna disembowel the glacier <laughs> that's the title of this episode
3: <laughs> listen I have one job <laughs> All right. it's a one.
0: As you... You Wait. don't notice any traps, but you do ever so slightly notice that you think the blue glow is getting brighter as you climb.
1: Sick. Uh, Right, eyes closed, head first, can't lose. Let's go. Mer- Mary's happy to lead the way. Could you all
2: Sherman please will roll keep close main?
1: behind. <laughs> A d6.
2: Now I remember why I don't really work with you.
1: She throws up two peace signs.
0: Could you all please roll me a d6? This is for looking for things. So if you think you'd be good at looking for things, you can make it a d8 but convince me.
1: I'm canonically a Douglas's
2: himbo, so Yeah, no, I'm a kind really. of on a d4, did so you draw... badly last time. Oh, that's a 6. That's a 6. I got a 4. Nice.
3: I think I should roll a d8 for the same reason as before, but I failed miserably on that. So oh, up yes, to you. as
0: I said, you're rolling a d4 because you failed so miserably.
3: Hee hee hee. It's a one again.
1: Change your dice set, Nate. Good God. I love these dice, they're shiny. They clearly don't love you.
3: It's unreciprocated. I'm okay with that.
0: And what did <laughs> Shade get? Uh, six. Okay, so everyone apart from Sherman
3: (laughs) Sherman's spaced out. (laughs) Sherman's not paying attention.
0: Everyone apart from Sherman you start to see deep below you. You're walking up these stairs carved into the ice. And deep below you it almost it almost feels like it looks like something is
1: moving.
0: Something large and something old seems to be disturbing the very bottoms of this glacier, creating this bright blue light.
2: Uh, how large is large?
0: Colossal. Possibly as large as the glacier itself, if not larger.
1: Hey, You wanna hit it and see what happens?
2: Ah, uh... Douglas is so scared. His voice just went up an octave. Um...
1: <laughs> I know I made an "It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia" reference in the previous episode, and I just want to say for anyone who's watched that show, for Mary, I'm trying to evoke the uh, the Charlie Day energy. Oh no! <laughs> just wild, wild card, slightly manic in the eyes. As while
0: well, you're succeeding, you... good start to notice this shifting movement. <gasps> Once again, you start to hear that singing. That eerie, almost not their music. But Can I try and It doesn't seem to be coming from the movement. Ooh. It seems to be coming from further up this tunnel
3: of ice sherman does not say this but the first thing that popped into my head was
1: here nate made a very good disney reference but i'm afraid of the mouse suing us so i am going to cut it out use your imagination
3: <laughs> no
1: disney is so hot on copyright i cannot keep that in nope. i know it's out what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna put a bleep and then i'll ADR myself in, being like, Nate made a very good Disney reference here. I can't <laughs> play it, because I want our episode to stay up. Use your imagination. Uh. What do you do? Um, Cool. I think, I think, um, I mean, do we think the weird shape is going to be aggressive? Do we sneak? Do we try and but what do you guys want to
4: do? What, shape? Can I try and hide on Douglas?
0: Oh, yes, and because you're a cat you can roll a d8. Yay!
4: (laughs) Don't even have to argue. That is a six.
2: That will do you no good if I am also annihilated, little one.
0: You disappear into the branches. Snuggle yourself down and seem to fade into darkness. All that sort of, all the people can really see is like the glowing of your eyes.
4: <laughs> I would
2: like to repeat that I am not unkillable. I am only a little bit bigger than you are.
3: Anyone else so, noticing any these walls are glowing? Yeah. I yes, we noticed. Maybe. We tweaked sense. that.
4: Boo.
1: <laughs> Maybe our best bet is to be very quiet until we see the voices. Um... Or do you want to get rowdy?
3: I really think we should try diplomacy first, despite the uh, explosions.
1: I'm gonna hand Sherman my flask of mulled wine and just, like, <laughs> gently nudge him forward to be like, you Oof. are the most polite one.
3: <laughs> Alright.
2: Um. You start... Stop- uh, hmm. I... Uh, Douglas will say if things get very dicey, uh, I think I have a way to perhaps get out of this situation but uh I would prefer not to it would take some time for me to uh reclaim my freedom after that uh but yes if the whole place is falling on our heads come and run towards me please and and hold onto my branches
3: alright shall we
0: Mm-hmm.
2: let us dive into the abyss you continue
0: up this tunnel of ice the blue glow still shifting and rippling It seems to come in waves as does the music but they're slightly disjointed as a pulse from the light grows brighter the music seems to grow dimmer the music seems to grow louder as the light starts to to fade. The music, in general, seems to be getting louder as you walk up the stairs. It's not loud by any means, but rather than something just on the very edge of your consciousness, you're now starting to hear voices. You can't understand what they're saying but you're starting to be able to pick up that there is more than one person singing this haunting melody.
1: What is the I time signature? I confess I am still
2: stumped as to the meaning <laughs> of this music. I
1: hate you. Um, what's the... At least what's the time signature? What's the... Time signature. Oh, um... 3-4. <laughs> it's almost like a waltz. Oh, nice. Okay, cool. Mary's going to start doing a little bit of a dance.
0: Yeah, you can start doing a little bit of a dance. It's, the music is beautiful. And as you start, to con- as you continue up these stairs, eventually you can pick out that there are seven distinct voices singing this overlapping chant in a language that none of you have heard before. Eventually, you can see the staircase above you ends, and there are these two great ice pillars carved with beautiful scenery, of forest, woodlands and snow, and as you come between these two pillars you see this large circular chamber, pillars all around the outside keeping up these arched, these flying buttresses of ice that form not quite a complete ceiling. There is a hole in the centre of the ceiling of this almost cathedral carved of ice. And as you look up you can see moonlight is bathing the room, turning the ice into diamond that sparkles. And directly above In the centre, where it shines down, you can see the light of seven stars. The light shines down. And that's the first thing you notice. As your eyes follow these distinct seven beams of light as they come through, and they end around a clear crystal pool of water mirroring the sky above. Where these star beams hit around the outside of this pool, you can see seven figures. They seem almost to be floating, as if they were underwater, but they're not. Long silver hair, flowing silver Grecian robes, their arms outstretched, not quite touching each other, seeming to flow and move in time to the music. And a non existent breeze. They seem to be centred around the pool. Could you all please roll
1: me a D6? Oh god. Can I ask what it's for so I know looking what looking at things against? Again. Okay, that's fine. Sherman, you yeah, okay.
0: the fact that you were so abysmal earlier is no longer playing a part.
3: Yeah, I'm normal again. I got a three. I also Four.
2: got a three. I got a one. Douglas is, is disturbed by the lack of, of presumably the lack of greenery in here. Yes,
0: everything is blue and ice and shine. It's always yeah. painful to look at. Everything is, the moonlight is reflecting off these ice carvings and it's bouncing back on itself until everything seems to glow. So there were two fours. Is that correct? Correct. So two fours. What else?
4: Oh wait, there's two threes and a
3: four. One One four oh. two threes and a one.
0: One four yeah. two threes and a one. Um. The four. Who rolled the four? Shade. Shade shade from your position high in hidden in the branches you notice something strange about the pool while everything here is that cold light of moon and cold and ice from the very center of the pool seems to emanate from deep within it almost seems like something is glowing red
4: this kind of like, whispered oh, Go ahead.
0: Where the music ebbs and weaves as it grows quieter, almost as if these figures are putting all their effort in and growing tired. The lights, that red hot light from deep within the pool, seems to grow larger.
4: Oh, whisper to Douglas and point out the light being like Hey, do
2: you see that do you see that light? I, I I do see it. Um that is Are you thinking what I am thinking?
4: Are you thinking blow up the light?
2: I am thinking that the light <laughs> is trying to melt the glacier. And the stars are trying to stop it from melting.
0: Do we hear this? Um, if they're not hiding it, everyone can hear that conversation.
2: Douglas doesn't really have an inside voice,
3: so...
4: <laughs> Shade is full whispering, so you'll hear Douglas's side of the conversation.
3: <laughs> Sherman committing to trying diplomacy first is gonna knock on the side of the wall try to get their attention Um,
0: as you knock on the side of the wall the sound echoes round this chamber the acoustics in here are fantastic and while they never stop singing seven faces turn to stare at you hey
3: y'all uh Sorry to interrupt, but uh, we're here from the Winter Court. Got some reports of some strange things. If you're trying to wake something up or put something to sleep, could you let us know if we need to do anything about that? Thanks. (laughs) The
0: figures... They are figures, but they don't seem human or elf or dwarf or any, any of the myriad races of this world they are jagged and crystalline and they almost their faces seem to have slight shape of nose and chin and hollow for eye but they don't have sort of working features as such jagged crystal as they are all tu- they all turn and face and the music keeps going but above this music you hear these overlapping voices almost of all of them speaking at once but with one voice
1: every, every so, so often, often we are all down, down. To stop, to stop the awakening.
0: awakening. We are called call once, once every, every 300, 300 years to stop the rebirth of Middallier. This is... Would end end the world world if we allowed allowed it to happen. happen. But, 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 but,
1: it grows stronger stronger each time.
0: time. You say you you are wrong, wrong wrong, Winter Court. Any help help, 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 you could offer offer, 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 to stop stop, this this rise? Would save, save this
4: world, world for Aeos. <sighs>
3: um. Well, y'all seem like nice folk. Yeah. You keep this place yeah. pretty clean, so uh, <laughs> yeah, we can help.
1: Seems legit. Ca-
3: can we?
2: Can we help?
1: I feel like we're very underqualified, but I believe in us.
2: I, I, I can hit things. Uh, I'm just gonna
1: start offering them a drink. <laughs>
2: I can deliver a message to the Winter Court. Perhaps our I can blow it would... Up. Can we? Can you? Do you have enough Explosives dynamite? Explosives are for...
1: very powerful. Hmm. I'm just gonna start like using the flask to pour, the lid of the flask to try and pour wine into, like, their carved mouths, which I assume aren't swallowing and it's just, like, dripping no, down their cheeks No,
0: it's they don't really have mouths.
1: Yeah. There's <laughs> nothing mm. that opens and kind
2: closes. Of,
1: like, rub a bit of, like, put some on my fingertips and rub it where I think the mouth would be and see if the oh, stone absorbs it. You could have
2: just, like, left it as an offering on the ground.
1: They're busy! Um, okay, roll...
2: <laughs>
0: Roll me a d8 and we're just going to see what happens.
1: (laughs) I crit bail! This this dice has rolled three ones in a row. Get rid of it. I'm getting rid of it. I'm really disappointed in you.
0: Nothing seems to happen. They look at you slightly askance, a little confused.
2: I do not think they understand the concept of drinking Uh, hmm. look it's Um, pretty much
1: the extent to which I can help
2: uh, is there any task that might be performed that would aid your quest to stop the destruction of our world
1: hmm
0: you see them think and it seems to take a while
2: That would be a no, then.
0: I think... Sometimes we grow weak because the sun must rise again and we lose our power, but the rise still happens. Could you find a way for us to shine through the day? So that we may prevent the destruction of this place and this
4: world
1: Mary throws up her arm, she's really excited.
4: I don't um, think do I do can I... blow up the sun.
1: Do I have do I have any candles on me?
0: Candles? Yeah. Sure, why not? <laughs>
1: Um, I'm gonna see if I can- are they shine like shining? Are they- what, what is- how are they- are they producing light? Reflecting light? They seem to
0: be reflecting the light that's pouring through the hole in the roof, and absorbing
1: uh, it. Uh, okay. I'm gonna try and see if I can- Uh this is crazy, and I'm only going off my knowledge of Christmas, which I'm hoping is the same way wavelength loose is on. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna try and light the candles in the moonlight. And the starlight.
0: Yeah, give me a, a roll, give me a roll. What dice, bestie? D6, you can argue if you want. The spirit of Christmas. Fine, you can roll a D8. You Yay! Could, uh,
2: you could climb up Douglas to get a bit closer to the moon.
0: There we I go, that's how s- that works. Okay,
1: I got a seven.
0: As you... Take out these quite simple tallow candles and hold them up into the moonlight. They seem to catch but rather with flame, seems almost to have caught with ice and these almost crystal forms form at the top of each of these candles and emanate a very cold light.
1: History of Christmas, baby. It's what fairy lights come from. Um, So what are you going to do with the candles? How many? There are seven of them, right? Yes. There's four of us, so I guess I'll keep hold of two, give two to Sherman, give two to Shade, give one to Douglas, just because he's made of wood, so I don't want (laughs) to give him too many candles, um, and just kind of like, sit, in between the spaces where they are. So when the sun rises, we can kind of just, like, hold the candles and keep the rest of the watch.
3: Sherman's juggling two lit candles and two giant blades.
0: (laughs) You left the inn, gone sundown. And it's... You don't know how long you walked... But you've got here, and you've lit these candles in the starlight. Just in time, it seems. As the sun, the dawn's early light, seems to creep across the sky from where you can see it in this hole in the roof of this cathedral. The day passes slowly. You make idle small talk, keeping these torches aloft. And the singing continues. Yes. And as you watch, it almost seems that the light from deep within this pool, the red, angry light of flame, seems to dim eventually almost seems like a layer of ice is formed and the pulsing blue you now realize was where this deep dark fire god was melting the ice encasing it the light that was shining blue through the glacier starts to fade the icy Though you do not see it, the icy tendrils that have been emanating from the well in the town, in the village of Salem, start to retreat. The trees up the mountain lose the ice-like fronds encasing their roots and trunks and bark. And they seem almost to breathe more life. Though it is still the dead of winter where animals hibernate and the trees are bare or evergreen, life seems to be louder in this village, on this mountain. And as the day crawls on, you see the sun pass overhead slowly start to set and as the stars begin to come out again the seven figures around you though they have no facial features seem to smile a nod of thanks from all seven and they as the stars the seven stars shined down once more, they disappear into their beams of starlight. If you need help in any task, call upon us seven, the Hesperides, and we will help with what we can from your aid you have done today. You start to make your way down the mountain. It's a lot easier going down than it was going up and from quite far out you start to hear the joyous sounds of Salem's Winter Fair. Open, busy, bustling, safe for another at least 300 years if not more. We know what to do
1: next time. And who knows if
0: you will all still be here in that three hundred years? Will you all be still part of the winter courts? The land of ever end of the land of never-ending winter?
2: I had better not be.
0: Or will you have found <laughs> your own parts? Something maybe to explore in another tale. Before we start to wrap up this Christmas one-shot, I would like you all to tell me, what does your character do now? They've got a chance they can look around the Christmas market when they head back to the Winter Court. What do they do? Do they boast of their endeavours?
1: Tell me what they do next. Um, I think um, Mary probably sets up a janky little... um, stand at the christmas fair and just leans into what she loves doing best sort of like jumping up on a picnic table regaling the children with stories handing out drinks just trying to make sure everyone's having a good time Lovely.
2: uh um douglas who is not really the party type is going to find himself somewhere quiet room in the inn or something and uh, take out of his pocket uh, a little orb just a few inches tall and inside the, this, this, this shining orb is uh, a little miniature forest with, with snow Drifting round, uh, all tangling around uh, a tiny uh, living pine tree in his pocket. Uh, it's it's his tree, and uh, as long as the tree lives, he's going to live. So he is very happy uh, to have survived another day, or you know, night. Winter uh, with the Winter Court, uh, and will be quite happy to just relax and look after his little tree, and maybe maybe go and find a little bit of that mold wine later.
4: Shade is going to uh, use their explosive knowledge to try and rig up some fireworks, and then
0: oh, incredible. Roll me Tw- a d8. They're gonna work. This is just to see how good they're gonna be. (laughs)
4: That's a four. Did you get that?
0: I did. These fireworks are beautiful. They're not the most high-tech, but they wow and astonish, especially the children of the town. Bright lights and bright colours, and they're not too loud. And they burst across the sky around the mountain, lighting up
1: the nearby forest. And the very I'm edge picturing of the glacier. Gandalf in the opening scene of Lord of the Rings.
4: <laughs> and then Shade will climb into the big Christmas tree and just take a nap. Very
0: lovely.
3: So Sherman has two jobs at any celebration. One is to serve as a warning that people should clean up after themselves. So he's going to sit in a prominent location. But the second is to make sure that he can't see people not cleaning up after themselves because otherwise (laughs) things would get too messy too fast. So he has a large piece of paper that he rolls up into a cone and turns into a beaked mask that he puts over his face so he can't see and sits there prominently holding these large shears as a warning to any who might... uh, take away from the fun of this festival God. by like tossing the, their litter on the ground.
2: <laughs> Incredible. You, you go, you go to, the, to, the, to the festival and you see a small like, teen, small teenager with an ominous mask on, like, holding a ginormous pair of scissors and everyone around is, like, really wary and, like, keeping their distance of this small child.
3: He's standing next to the bin and everyone knows what that means.
2: <laughs> oh. <laughs> God.
0: You have saved this little town, you have saved this mountain, and you have saved the winter market. Well done. And that is Did we solve your
1: Christmas puzzle?
0: You did! We will end tonight's episode. Yay. Yay! Make sure you wrap up warm, drink some eggnog, and have a fantastic holiday.
1: Yay! Yay. I have the episode Yay. titles by the way guys. Oh, Nice. Oh yeah? Part one, Merry Christmas to all. Part two, to all a good night.
2: Oh, yeah. oh, but that means we wouldn't get to use any of our like funny witticisms and, 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 and one-liners that we've been churning out all all evening.
1: If you can think of one that makes me laugh out loud, then I will change the title for that. Uh, that. Something about challenge.
2: blowing up the, the moon? Or the glacier? Um, or the
1: sun? That's rough. That's rough, buddy. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, I
3: got that right. Wait, we went through a secret <laughs> tunnel. Secret, secret, tunnel.
1: <laughs> secret tunnel!
3: Secret
1: tunnel! I'm going to air Will because he's not on here and he doesn't like tunnel the last <laughs> episode. Oh, but, but he knows it's important to me, so he started it in the three and a, three and a bit years we've been dating. He started it on ten separate occasions. Oh. And none of them have succeeded. Um, guys! Oh my gosh, this was so much fun! Luz, I'd like to give a shout out to our incredible GM who did this with a horribly injured hand. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It well is stuck. It I out. can't straighten
0: my fingers, it's swollen up and it's slightly gone red, but you know, it's oh, fine. Know.
1: Do you have a glass of hard liquor you can pour yourself?
0: Um, I've had a glass of wine, we're good.
1: Okay, good. Um, you can find me and Luce, uh at this podcast feed, A Rendezvous With Destiny. Um, We normally play Skyon, we may be playing another system in the future. Who's to say? Not me. Um, There's like a year in advance spoilers, don't worry guys. The girls aren't going anywhere anytime soon. Um, But you can also find us at rwd pod, underscore pod, on Twitter and Instagram. And on our Discord, we're very friendly. We do things like set up a listen party for this the previous episode, because this one's airing on the 23rd of December! Oh my god, it's nearly Christmas. Um, lovely guests you are also lovely where can we find you and don't forget to say the name of the thing you're from and where you can find that and what it is as well
2: why thank you uh, I am Katie I am sorry I'm, I'm still in the mode of like trying to do a really low voice uh, I, I, I'm uh, not usually this low um, you can find me on Deck of Many Aces uh, which is an actual play DD podcast made by actual asexuals and uh we have fun uh i don't know what else to say where can Uh, you find
1: where can you find the podcast
2: oh on twitter um and we're on all your regular podcast uh providers i don't normally do the spiel i I don't know the spiel but um (laughs) you're doing a good job uh yeah twitter uh acasts i uh iTunes Spotify. We've got a great soundtrack. Um
1: We do. The second section of it has just dropped on Spotify as we're recording.
2: It's it's very good and you should listen to it. I know what I'm doing Um, after this. (laughs) Cleaning um, your house. I'm
1: gonna see actually if my character if my character's theme has been released because it wasn't in part one.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, character themes.
1: Um Okay, uh Logan
4: hi everyone thanks for listening i'm logan i'm from brain adventures podcast you can find it anywhere you find good podcasts like this one. Aww. um yeah uh we do an anthology series so every season is a different story except for so right now we have hollywood nights which is our first season and then we have a familiar journey which is all animals uh questing to save their human counterparts And then third season is Employees Be Jammed, Customer Service Mall Employees Trapped in the Nine Hells. But our next season... It's so good. Yeah, it's... Oh my gosh. It's amazing. I love it. I actually wasn't supposed to be in that season, but we had someone drop, so I got thrown in. But our next season we're recording is actually a sequel to Hollywood Nights called Hollywood Versus Nights. Yes. That's very exciting. Yeah, so... It's really
1: good. Um... Logan and I have very similar play styles in that we tend to main like, paladin-esque PCs. Mm-hmm. And so I really enjoy listening to his roleplay choice their roleplay choices, because it's just like, that's yeah. me. I would also do that.
4: Yeah. It's a good time. So come listen. You can follow us on Twitter or Instagram or TikTok at BrainADVPod.
1: Uh, Nate, where can, where can we find you? And what you do?
3: Ah, well currently you can find me wandering around this casting of mordecai magnificent mansion that i did and made a little too convoluted so i'm kind of lost <laughs> but um you can also find me on twitter at nate scott jones or on the cast of many things which you can also find on twitter at cast of many things
1: it is full of good stuff in fact two weeks ago when you hear this you would have heard uh, the episode, uh, an episode of Test Kitchen that Nate GM did an amazing job at that was super scary. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> a really good time, yeah. So if you've skipped that on your podcast feed because it's not your regular RWD, go back and listen. It's really good. And then next week, uh, which I need to check my calendar because we're recording this a few day- weeks in advance. Next week, which is New Year's Eve Eve. Um, we will be having, I think, episode one of Deck of Many Aces is the plan. Hopefully oh. that will stay the plan. Our wonderful editors, Ellie and Chloe, are currently remastering it. Katie has done a brilliant, um, transcript, if you need that to help you along. And I'm, I'm really excited for you all to hear it. And then hopefully we'll be back in the new year, Luce and I, with uh, some more Campaign 4, where we will, in keeping with this adventure that we've just had, be on the moon. With a thought, a thought. Who
0: knows? We just don't know. We have to wait and listen, because I don't know. You'll have to wait and listen. Wait and
1: listen. <laughs> no, they do not. Um, yeah, I mean, Merry Christmas, everyone!
0: Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, oh. Happy whatever celebration you.
1: Happy New Year! You
0: have uh, Happy nearly. New Year. Happy
3: Let's hope year. twenty
2: twenty two is is a good or you know less bad
1: one. I um, feel really lucky that we had all you guys here, and I, I had a really good time. Good job, everyone! Get oh, thank you guys. for having us. Yeah, I'm
4: thank so you. Much
1: fun. It was a pleasure. Um, yeah, I mean, I was just gonna start singing random Christmas songs to fade myself out, but I realised I did that with the last w- RWD episode of the. Um... Right. Oh I'm... no, you guys haven't heard it. That airs on Thursday.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, honestly I have to disappear because <laughs> I need to go sort out my hand.
4: Let's sing Halloween songs. <laughs>
3: Mary Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas.